0: Welcome to Kids Considered, where two pediatricians discuss children's health topics of interest to parents in a podcast with new subjects considered every episode. I'm Dr. Lena Rostein,
1: and I'm Dr. Dean Blumberg,
0: and we're both pediatricians at UC Davis Children's Hospital in Sacramento, California.
1: And that leads us to today's topic. <laughs>
0: Hello, I have a three-year-old who can be a bit of a picky eater. I'm trying to introduce new foods into his diet. So my question is, what kind of fish is okay for young kids to eat? Do I need to worry about mercury levels? And if we go to eat sushi, is raw fish okay for him to eat? Thank you very much.
1: So, sushi. Sushi. Yeah, well, those I are like sushi. great concerns because, you know, parents ask that question pretty like, commonly. can my
0: three-year-old eat sushi? Yeah.
1: And then they also, um, you know, we worry about toxins in the fish. And the main right. one is mercury that has received the most publicity. So so I don't think there's anything fishy about this question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good pun. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fishy puns in this episode. <laughs> right. This is important, though, uh-huh, like you I- talked about. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to talk today about brains
1: So not fish brains though, that's disgusting Baby brains Okay, baby's brains So we'll talk about brain development
0: And vision and allergic diseases
1: And all of this is related to fish It is Okay, so you're sure we're not biting off more than we can chew?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you won't be because you're a vegetarian
1: Yeah, you got me there
0: You're not a pescatarian, right? You're just a straight vegetarian I am straight vegetarian We talked about this Yeah So let's start with the tough stuff.
1: Okay, so overcooked fish is tough, right? (laughs) No, no,
0: no. I mean the complicated-sounding nutrients that we all get when we eat fish.
1: Okay, and we know that including more fish in your child's diet is a great way to provide really important nutrients.
0: Right, and that goes for most seafood fish and shellfish, like Mm -hmm. crab, mussels, clams, scallops, and oysters.
1: Mm -hmm, Because there are some types of fish that children should avoid.
0: Right, because these have high levels of mercury, and we can talk more about this later.
1: Okay, but now let's talk about the benefits of eating seafood for children.
0: Seafood provides high-quality protein, vitamins, and minerals.
1: And healthy fats like DHA.
0: Which stands for?
1: docosa-hexanoic acid.
0: Wow, that's, that is a mouthful.
1: <laughs> I thought I got the puns and dumb <laughs> jokes. <laughs> no,
0: I get to do it every once in a while.
1: I guess that's that's fair. Okay.
0: So DHA is a type of omega-3 fat, and it's essential for children's developing brain and nervous system and their vision.
1: And then plus, eating fish early in life prevents allergic diseases like asthma and eczema.
0: Fish are also a very good source of protein.
1: They have little or no sugar and saturated fat.
0: And some fish have high iron content, vitamin D, and calcium.
1: There are also important trace nutrients such as selenium and iodine in many fish.
0: So it's important for children to get these nutritional advantages by eating fish.
1: But in the U.S., seafood consumption by children has decreased every year since 2007.
0: Hmm. I guess many families are avoiding fish because they're worried about mercury like we were talking about before.
1: And that's an important concern that we'll we'll talk about in a little bit.
0: But the mercury can be minimized or avoided.
1: And we'll talk about how to do this and how to make sure you're following the latest guidance.
0: Because we want children to eat more fish so that they have these nutritional benefits that we talked about.
1: Especially when we compare fish with other sources of animal protein, such as red meat and chicken. hmm right. So how much fish should children be eating?
0: Even a small serving of fish or shellfish, one to two times a week, can make a difference.
1: So how do you define a small serving?
0: Well, I guess that depends on their age.
1: Okay, so let's talk about small children first.
0: Okay, so for children two to three years of age, like our question, um, one ounce about the size of a domino game piece Uh should be enough. That's not very much at all.
1: It's not very much at all. And for children um, four to seven years of age?
0: Then two ounces would be appropriate.
1: Okay, and for children eight to ten years of age?
0: Three ounces. So, I guess this would be the size of about a deck of cards.
1: Okay. And children 11 years old and older?
0: Four ounces.
1: So, yeah. So, these are pretty small servings.
0: Well, appropriate size servings.
1: Because I, I, I usually think of a full serving of meat or fish for older children and adults, like almost like a half a pound, six to eight ounces. And that usually ends up being between 48 and 64 grams of protein for one meal.
0: Hmm. Well, that's actually a little bit too much. Really? Yeah, so it's recommended for men to eat six ounces of protein per day, and for women, it's about five, equaling 40 grams of protein or five ounces.
1: I I guess I'm going to have to adjust my serving sizes.
0: (laughs) So let's get back to fish.
1: Okay, do you have any threes?
0: (laughs) Not go fish. (laughs) Got
1: that. Okay. So
0: let's talk about which fish choices. So what kinds of fish are the best?
1: So much of this has to do with mercury that we talked about. We want to minimize that.
0: Right, because our oceans, lakes, rivers can be contaminated with mercury.
1: And mercury is a naturally occurring metal. It's released into the air by burning fossil fuels like coal, oil, and natural gas.
0: It's also in some solid waste, which can be released by factories.
1: And it settles in the water, and then bacteria change the mercury into a more dangerous form called methylmercury.
0: Methylmercury can build up in concentrated fish, especially fish that eat other fish and live longer, so like sharks and swordfish.
1: So more predator-type fish. Right. Yeah, so eating too much of these contaminated fish can be harmful to a child's developing brain.
0: We should also mention other pollutants that people may have heard about, like PCBs.
1: Polychlorinated biphenyls.
0: And dioxins.
1: So the good news is that PCB and dioxin contamination of water has decreased in the U.S. in recent years.
0: So they're much less of a health threat.
1: But they still can be found in the water and soil in some areas, so levels may vary by location and type of fish.
0: You can check with your state and local health departments if you want more information about the safety of fish and shellfish that's caught in your specific area.
1: And this applies to you and your family if you go fishing, for example, and cook cook what you catch.
0: Yeah, You check any of the local advisories and they'll have this information.
1: If the water in your area isn't monitored, then it's recommended to limit how much of the fish caught locally to one serving per week.
0: The FDA, or the Food and Drug Administration, also recommends removing the skin, fat, and internal organs before cooking and eating what you catch.
1: Because that's where the water pollution is concentrated.
0: Do you eat the fish skin? Oh, I well, guess you I don't, don't. You're a vegetarian. I don't, but I cook past?
1: it. Yeah, that's well, <laughs> because when,
0: your wife eats wife,
1: Yeah, well, when you barbecue like a salmon or something, yeah. the skin no, actually... Tom
0: loves the fish skin. It's yeah, his you, favorite you part. Yeah, you can make
1: it all crispy, right? Right. Yeah. So, and,
0: is that a, it's okay to eat, I guess, if you're not getting it naturally.
1: It depends on the fish, Yeah, right. right. Yeah. If
0: it's fresh water, you could still... Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to have to yeah. but you know, the, talk but, to him about this.
1: But the internal organs, I mean, nobody... Uh,
0: nobody eats the internal... Well, maybe they do. I'm not sure. Let us know if you eat your internal organs.
1: Yeah, a fish, yeah.
0: <laughs> so we talked about how the pollution is mostly going to be on the outside mm-hmm. in, the, in the organs. Mm-hmm. So what are the best seafood choices for children?
1: So the FDA and the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, recently issued advice on choosing the healthiest fish to eat in the U.S.
0: Okay, and there are a lot of choices.
1: Right, but let's start with canned tuna, because that's really popular for kids.
0: And there's a million different kinds. You go, and they're in the cans, and this one's in olive oil, and this one's in water, and <laughs> uh-huh. it's the elephant. It's, there's, a, there's a lot of different kinds. So what should we
1: Yeah, so they're solid, and there's chunk, right? Yeah.
0: So light tuna is actually the best.
1: And what is light tuna?
0: It has a pinkish color, and it includes species such as skipjack.
1: And why is it better than white tuna, which is also called albacore or yellowfish tuna?
0: Well, canned light tuna has a lower mercury content than canned white or albacore tuna.
1: But white and yellow tuna are still good choices.
0: Of those types of tuna, one serving would be recommended per week.
1: Because we don't want them to eat too much because that would be too much mercury. Correct. Okay. What are some other good fish choices?
0: Salmon, trout, and herring are great.
1: Okay, herring, I'm just kind of thinking that kids probably aren't going to eat much like of that. Like a canned herring, <laughs>
0: unless they're a Jewish grandmother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But
1: salmon and trout, I think those those are low. <laughs> salmon
0: is the biggest at our house.
1: Yeah, so they're those are all low in mercury. <laughs>
0: but high in DHA, which, remember, is really good for the brain.
1: And any other types of fish or seafood?
0: Shrimp, cod, catfish, crab, mm-hmm. scallops, one of my personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Pollock, tilapia, whitefish, oysters, which... I don't know how many kids love oysters. They're kinda of, and they're expensive. They are expensive. You're not letting you're probably not letting your three year old eat an oyster. <laughs> right. Clams, lobster. Same
1: goes for lobster. <laughs> Same goes for lobster. Uh-huh.
0: Flounder, perch, sole, sardines, anchovies, which I if your kid likes anchovies, let me know because I feel like that's one of the foods that kids are like Anchovies. Right. <laughs> ah. uh-huh. Crawfish. Those uh-huh. are all good choices.
1: So that's a lot of choices for people to remember.
0: Right. We will post a link of all of these choices on our website.
1: Okay. So what fish choices should kids avoid? Which ones are high in mercury?
0: So we already mentioned shark and swordfish. Right. Also, marlin, tilefish, orange ruffy, which I have never heard of before. Mm -hmm. Big eye, bluefin tuna, which is too bad because it is delicious. And king mackerel (laughs) Uh are all... Things that have higher levels of mercury.
1: Okay, got it.
0: Earlier, we mentioned that eating fish prevents allergic diseases. Yeah, so
1: maybe we should talk more about this.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so allergic diseases are really common.
0: Right. In the United States, 1 in 13 people have asthma. That's more than 25 people living in this country.
1: And that's about the same amount that have allergic rhinitis.
0: Which you may know of as hay fever, which is an allergic response that causes itchy, watery eyes, sneezing, and other similar symptoms.
1: And about 10% of people in the U.S. have eczema, and that means it's more than 30 million people.
0: So anything that can be done to reduce the chance of developing these allergic diseases would have a really big impact.
1: And what can be done is to eat more fish.
0: Right. For expecting mothers, eating fish during pregnancy decreases the chances their children will have these allergic diseases, including asthma, eczema, and allergic rhinitis.
1: Mm -hmm. And the benefits extend to children eating fish early in life to decrease the chances of these allergic diseases developing.
0: We're talking about significant reductions. Generally, 25 to 50 percent lower risk for these conditions.
1: So this benefit is dose dependent.
0: That it is. So the children eating the most fish will have the lowest risks of developing allergic disease.
1: And these benefits appear to occur at all ages.
0: We need to talk about one more issue related to fish.
1: Okay, what's that?
0: We would be remiss if we didn't mention the environmental impact of overfishing, which is a problem.
1: Of course. We want to make sure that future children can have the nutritional benefits of eating fish.
0: Some of the world's fishing grounds are being over-harvested.
1: So it's important to choose sustainably caught or raised fish and shellfish.
0: This may change over time and can definitely be difficult to keep up with.
1: So um, near us, about a two or three hour drive from us, is the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and they have the Seafood Watch program.
0: Right. This provides updated recommendations and consumer guides on the best choices for well-managed fish that cause little harm to habitats and other wildlife.
1: And they also have a list of seafood not to buy because they are overfished or caught in ways that harm other marine life or the environment.
0: Yeah, that's a really awesome program that they have. So we'll Mm -hmm. provide a link to the Seafood Watch recommendations on our website.
1: Plus, they have an app so you can always have their most up-to-date guidance with you when you're shopping or at a restaurant. There's an
0: app for that. Right. There's an app for everything. (laughs) There is. And one more issue we need to talk about.
1: But I thought the last issue was the one more.
0: (laughs) Well, one more because he brought it up in his question. Sushi.
1: Right. Yeah, sushi. We got a lot of questions from parents about sushi.
0: Is it safe for my kid to eat raw fish? Sushi.
1: Right. And at what age?
0: Sushi is very popular in the U.S. and other countries for good reason. It's delicious.
1: I I used to like sushi when I ate fish. Yeah. Yeah. So it's lean fish, lean raw fish, and vegetables and avocados.
0: So it's generally healthy.
1: And it has DHA, important for children's developing brains.
0: But the same considerations apply to choosing what types of sushi to eat.
1: So choose fish types that are low in mercury.
0: And raw fish is generally safe to eat, right?
1: Right. So, in my field in infectious diseases, there's one parasite that I worry about getting from eating raw fish, and it's most commonly from raw salmon. Ooh, my but favorite. They, but they say that a, a, sushi, a, a sushi chef... <laughs> sushi. Yeah, that
0: say they, that five the, times.
1: That they best. can detect it, um, and they know it, and so they won't use that fish. So, if you, go, if you have high-quality sushi, it's generally safe.
0: Okay. And how about shellfish?
1: So, raw shellfish carries a higher risk of foodborne illness.
0: Okay, such as?
1: Well, for example, hepatitis A.
0: We can prevent that with the hepatitis A vaccine, though.
1: Right, and that's routinely recommended starting at one year of age in the U.S.
0: So, maybe get your hepatitis A vaccine before your kid starts eating sushi.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But there are other viruses that may be transmitted by raw, raw shellfish, like norovirus, for example. So, it's best to stick with fish or vegetarian sushi.
0: And there's no age limit for introducing sushi to a child's diet.
1: No, sushi may be introduced as soon as children are eating solid food, so six to eight months of age.
0: Okay. And one more thing.
1: Wait a second. This is the third one more thing. Okay.
0: Well, it's also important. So we need to talk about moms eating fish during pregnancy or while breastfeeding.
1: Yeah, that is important because we want children to be in a healthy environment from the time they're conceived.
0: Right. So the same considerations we've talked about apply.
1: Right. So first, we want the developing child to have good protein and omega-3 fat, such as DHA.
0: But we want to limit mercury exposure, which we know can be toxic to the developing brain.
1: So babies exposed to mercury in the womb can suffer from brain damage, learning disabilities, or hearing loss.
0: So obviously we want to avoid these risks.
1: So what are the recommendations for pregnant or breastfeeding mothers?
0: Two to three servings per week of a variety of fish.
1: And avoid the fish that we talked about with the highest mercury concentrations.
0: Like shark and swordfish.
1: And only one serving per week of locally caught fish if the water isn't monitored.
0: Right. This will maximize the benefits of consuming seafood while limiting the risks of mercury exposure.
1: Right. And one more thing, women should avoid raw fish while pregnant.
0: Right. I know that's one of the things that um, pregnant women always complain about, right?
1: (laughs) Right. And they have the craving for it, right?
0: (laughs) So let's summarize some of the main recommendations we have about children and seafood consumption.
1: So fish and shellfish are excellent sources of protein and they provide important nutrients such as DHA, which is vital for brain development.
0: Other advantages of seafood consumption for children includes benefits to vision, decreased risk of allergic diseases such as asthma and eczema.
1: But it's important to minimize or avoid mercury in seafood.
0: Because this can be toxic for children.
1: And harm the developing brain.
0: So good fish choices include light tuna, salmon, trout, and herring.
1: Plus cooked shellfish and cod.
0: Try to avoid swordfish and shark and big eye and bluefin tuna.
1: You can keep up to date on current healthy fish choices at the Seafood Watch website.
0: Or by using their app.
1: And sushi is another great way for children to eat fish.
0: And there's no young age limit to start eating sushi.
1: But avoid raw or undercooked shellfish, which have increased risk of transmitting infections.
0: Safe seafood choices are also important for pregnant and breastfeeding moms.
1: That will benefit the mothers and their children.
0: So, getting back to the phone call, I think we answered most of the questions. So, yes, you should be trying to incorporate a couple servings of fish at least. A Salmon. Mm -hmm. um, Trout. Trout.
1: Herring. Light tuna. (laughs) If a kid will eat herring. yeah, go
0: ahead. If your kid will eat sushi, by all means.
1: And if you can afford it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, that reminds me of a joke. Okay. Why don't fish play tennis? I don't know. Because they're afraid of the net? <laughs> I, I got another one. Okay. What, do you, what do you call a fish with no eye? I
0: don't know. Pssh. Oh, <laughs> not your best. <laughs> okay.
1: We thank dietitian Stacy Collins at UC Davis Children's Hospital for reviewing today's topic, although, Dr. Lena and I take responsibility for any errors or misinformation.
0: So we know that you don't eat fish.
1: I don't. I still cook fish. Um, my wife loves a um, barbecued salmon as like a go-to yeah. fish, right? It's yeah, easy. we
0: get we eat a lot of salmon uh-huh. sushi. I will. S- it was hilarious because I was in um, on the coast and I was literally about to eat an oyster mm-hmm. and I got a text message or an email from one of your colleagues, uh-huh. like I like popped up like right as we saw the oysters on the table that said like norovirus outbreak in oysters in Northern (laughs) California. Do not eat or something. Uh And I was like... (laughs) Uh But... I yeah. was unscathed, but
1: my wife loves raw oysters, so we buy those. I buy those too, and I shuck them for her. And I used to eat them also with her. I mean, they're kind of they're fun, right? Kind of fun. And there's so many different varieties of oysters mm-hmm. um, these days that you can get.
0: Yeah, so definitely seafood is a staple at our house.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it is. It's healthy, you know. Yeah. It's healthy. It's good for you. Um, and again, it's really high quality protein. Right. So that's why there's, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics has a whole policy about (laughs) Fish. fish, that kids should eat more fish. Yep. That wraps up this episode of Kids Considered.
0: You can find more information on our website
1: Thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us for our next podcast.
0: Kids Considered is sponsored by UC Davis Children's Hospital.